0: Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy!
1: Hello! Hi! I'm Griffin. Bones, this is killed to death, and it's the improvised true crime podcast. Now, for any new listeners, your name is not Steven Bones. Oh, true,
0: that did kind of sound like that. My name is Steve and Bones.
1: You can use either or yeah. Bones. Regardless, the last name is Cook, though, right? Yeah. Or does bone does does the Bones persona come from a different family? Actually,
0: you know what? I think Bones should just be standalone, like Share, like it's just Bones. Mm bones should not have a last name right or
1: bones is the last name yeah yeah is the the, first name
0: (laughs) it's either steve or steve bones
1: (laughs) hi i'm steve but please feel free to use my nickname steve bones (laughs) my full nickname i hate that it kind of sounds like a sexual innuendo because that is truly not not what is intended
0: no and i do think that every time and then i feel like that if there's ever instances where i don't say that in the intro that's probably why it's because i've just felt that extra sense of yeah, oh you felt
1: horny that day and saying the word bones would have put you over the edge <laughs> yeah
0: so i was like i cannot do this especially recorded
1: so listeners if you ever hear an episode where steve doesn't say his nickname is bones i don't know keep an extra eye out <laughs>
0: See what the picture looks like from that
1: episode. (laughs) Uh, Now, Steve, this episode comes out September 3rd. That can't be true. It is true. You Uh, wouldn't do
0: that to me, would you?
1: I forgot about that day's relevance for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we won't get into it. Uh, What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) We're talking about back to school tips
0: uh, of course
1: uh of now course. i'm sure we've dealt with this before but this is of course episode 300 and we've done everything we can possibly think of so yeah. what we're gonna do this year is give you some back to school tips
0: back to school tips. it's probably been a while
1: since you've been in school it's uh, since pandemic everything's coming back yeah that's true uh, and interrupted you starting your tip number one
0: no i and it's been a while since you've done that so it's just good to Get all of this stuff back in motion. We're back to interrupting each other, just like day one. Ah, killed to death. <sighs> it's just like the classics again. And uh, people want the hits. They got them. I'm telling you Yeah. what you, you got to do. The floor.
2: <laughs> and me,
0: hit, and me hitting this number five, which, of course, is get your Valentine's Day cards early.
1: Oh, yeah. Early, be cheaper. early, early,
0: early. Back to school. All the kids are going to be waiting until around Valentine's Day. You can scoop up any ones you want. You want Phantom Menace back-to-school cards? You got them.
1: And guess who your crush will be come February?
0: Yeah, that's true. Set those ones aside. And then on February, you can laugh and laugh at how wrong you were.
1: (laughs) And you can say, no one again. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I don't
0: like anyone. (laughs) Not this year. And toss each (laughs) one into the fire the
1: school fire yes which you've said (laughs) uh my tip is find day one find the biggest (laughs) oh yeah the biggest kid on the schoolyard yeah and then tell everyone that you're bigger than that kid (laughs) so you walk up you're like who's that tough guy and they're like that's josh and you can say oh okay well i'm bigger than him i'm bigger than josh (laughs) tell everyone i'm bigger than josh And then spend the rest of the school year
0: avoiding going back to back with Josh.
1: Now, unfortunately, what might have happened is Josh might have done this the year prior. So he's Mm. not the biggest either. He's just got everyone under the illusion. But I guess it makes no difference. You can still say you're bigger than him and then everyone thinks you're the biggest.
0: All it takes is getting in there early and establishing yourself as the biggest kid in the class. That's right. No one can take that.
1: Unless then, anyone else says they are bigger. And then immediately they get it.
0: <laughs> but let's just hope only one person from each class listens to this show. Otherwise, there it's could be true. mayhem. I don't yeah. think we have any double ups. I checked the analytics.
1: Oh, yeah. You looked at the class
0: list for this upcoming <laughs> school year. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubles.
1: <gasps> Ooh, any new kids?
0: There's a couple new kids, which leads me to point number three. If you're transferring from a new school, tell everyone that you actually had a a crush from your old school who was actually the best and you guys were actually going out and and they're actually super cute and awesome.
1: You led me astray for a second. First I thought you were just gonna say Tell everyone that you had a crush at your old school.
0: Well that you had a crush and it actually worked out. You gave them a Valentine and then they actually did go out with you and they actually had a really nice time and they were actually super funny and actually really smart and probably the best.
1: Which is a and lie then, because, of course, you probably had no crush through the card in the fire in front and of And that's,
0: that's why you had to transfer schools.
1: <laughs> yes, there is no more former school.
0: That's right. Everyone's like, oh, I've never heard of that one. Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. It. Oh, no, uh, they would
1: have because of the news. Step four, kids don't watch the news. They watch TikTok. And us. They love listening to and us. And killed to death. <laughs> Number four. Uh, This is important. Uh, Find out, and you can do this by um, looking at your name and usually what people are referring to you as. Figure out if you're the kid or the teacher. If it says Mister, if it says Mister, you're off to a good start, teacher. Okay, if you look around at all your friends and they're all kids, (laughs) you're the teacher. You're the teacher.
0: Every friend group has a bunch of students and one teacher. (laughs) Every friend group is 30 kids (laughs) and one teacher. And one adult. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good, and I I noticed that you uh, you went number four, which meant that we went five, four, three, four. So of course, <laughs> get, get in at no, at number six, um, I'm gonna have to go with um, pull the fire alarm.
1: Day pull fi- wh- Why is that? See what it's like.
0: Oh, because you're um, gonna need
1: to know come Valentine's Day <laughs> <laughs> what the systems are like. Get a good sense of where
0: there are uh, sprinklers and um, where you're going to need the bigger fires lit.
1: No, Steve, speaking of... Oh, yeah, and of course, there is no tip number two or one this year. Sorry. Nope. Save that for next year. <laughs> All we could think of were bad ones. We couldn't come up with a number one or two. Uh, Steve, I, I can't imagine uh, that this is anyone's first episode. No. Looking at you, close friends and direct family members. That's right. But what this is, is an improvised true crime podcast. We're going to take a murder and we are going to solve it. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, you work out
1: or play a video game (laughs) or whatever you're doing.
0: Or perhaps you're in a Peloton, which is like a combo of the two. Yeah. Which you should be listening to those instructors. That's true. We should actually get into that.
1: I can't think of two guys people would respect less. (laughs) Uh, Steve, would you like to solve a murder? Yep. The victim, Jackson Rossman, security guard. Today's guest, Terrence Fitzwillie, building resident who found Jackson dead. Terrence, hello. Hello. Hello, welcome.
3: Hello, thank you for welcoming me. <laughs> no oh, thank you all. for
1: being welcomed so gracefully.
3: Oh, thank you again, a gentleman. Oh, <laughs> <Well>, thank you. <laughs> and
0: uh, we don't know much about you. We know you're a building resident, but yes, um, wh- whereabouts is this? Where do you live?
3: I'm, I, I live in uh, downtown Toronto.
1: Ooh, yeah. Uh, now I'm imagining, uh, based on both downtown and the fact you have a security guard, I'm imagining like a large condo
3: type building. That is exactly right. Um, I've not, of course, been a building resident all my life. Uh, you know, I started off in my parents' house.
1: Well, started off in a hospital, I'm assuming.
3: Yes. yes. A brief well, residency.
1: Actually,
3: actually, I wasn't. I, oh, I was born oh. on, on a corn cornfield. Uh, um, my parents were, um, it was around Halloween, and this cornfield, for some weird thing, had a pumpkin ride. And my mother, uh, I thought that that would maybe enhance the birth thing. And she, her water broke, and I was born... Right there in a pumpkin patch, which <laughs> is kind of unusual. uh
0: yeah.
3: You Not say a, a pumpkin, pumpkin ride. A pumpkin yeah, ride. Pumpkin. <laughs> uh, what exactly is a pumpkin ride? Well, you have a big uh, horse drawn um, sort of flatbed with uh, pumpkins, and you sit amongst oh, okay. the pumpkins, and you get, I guess, a feel of what it's like to be a pumpkin. I don't think it's a very popular thing. It's not like, you know, a roller coaster, but it's, okay. uh, you know. No one's saying we
1: and filled with adrenaline and fear.
3: Um, no. Well, some of the Amish guests, there. Were, I did hear a, a small we, but um, <laughs> not often. You remember no. this. This is your
0: first memory.
3: <laughs> a small I, Amish we. One of the things, uh, I have a photographic memory. And wow, I remember, This is going to be very yeah, helpful. This is yes. awesome for us. I remember a light and then uh, coming out and seeing a pumpkin. And then a we. What was the light? I guess, well, I guess God's light. Anything. Well, I was coming out of my mother's vagina, of course. Sure. And That was the uh, my my first uh, sight. Yeah.
1: Ah, was this pumpkin patch? And then you were a resident of your parents' house.
3: Of my parents' house, and then I had my own. Uh, well, I went to a college, and I lived in the dorm. And then I had my own place. Then I uh, married, and we had a house. And then she. <laughs> and now I live in a uh, building.
1: Oh, well, I'm sorry uh, about whatever happened, uh, whether no, it be I... divorce or death.
3: No, it wasn't death. It was divorce. Should oh, OK. Be, uh, yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. We won't
0: have to get into that for well, it's at still least pretty fresh.
3: Minutes. I mean, it was 13 years ago. But I, I, I also, uh, along with the photographic memory, I really hold a grudge. <sighs> I guess that Those does two... come
1: along with a photographic memory. Yeah.
3: Recent tests have showed, yes, that's true, recent studies.
1: Uh, But now you live in a condo building.
3: I live in a condo building with a, uh, up to uh, recently, a fine security force.
1: Uh, How many floors is this? Is this like one of those huge
3: buildings? It's 27 floors. Okay. Well, that's pretty big. Pardon? Did you say up or down? (laughs) Did you say up or down? Because that makes no sense. I don't think either of us said a direction. No, but... Uh, take your pick. Yeah, is it's it 27 floors down? down? <laughs> it's 27 floors, except it's actually 26 floors because they didn't want to name the 13th floor because people still have a thing about the 13th. Mm. So it's actually 26 floors. Um, up or down? Both. Oh, okay. Up so you got a down. working elevator. Yeah. Okay, yes. great. <laughs> well, no. And uh, here's, well, here's uh, why I love this building. Um, my job is, you know, when you're in an elevator, you see that little uh, telephone there? Oh, sure. Um, that's for if something happens with the elevator door. Well, uh, you pick up that phone. I'm on the other side. That's my job. I wow. take care of all the elevators in the uh, greater uh, Toronto area for when something goes wrong. Oh, so you're talking all to them. all
1: kinds of interesting all of people yeah. all day.
3: No, actually, I um, I just catch up on a lot of reading because it's very rare that something actually happens. I Maybe three a month if it's been a bad one. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. So these it, elevators are working well. They're working really well. Otis knew what he was doing. Oh, and
1: Otis is the elevator repairman? Uh, The inventor. The inventor. Oh, Otis elevator. Yeah. Oh, this elevator is what everyone (laughs) says when they use his invention. Yeah. Do you ever get any prank phone calls on
3: those? Uh, Very rarely because there is a fine and there is uh, mostly uh, cameras. Uh, A lot of people don't know this. Every elevator has a camera. And so, can you, oh, do you have access to all those? I have access to all of those. So wow. I can see pretty much every elevator in the greater Toronto area and what people are doing. I can tell you stories that would curl your hair. Okay. Let's hear okay. one. Um, one time, there was this um, man and a chicken. Um, I'm not quite sure. Of course, my, the problem is I don't have the backstory. I just see what's unfolding before me. Mm. But this man was doing things to a chicken. That I thought was very unusual and probably not good for the chicken's well being. So I. Uh, I have a question, first of all. If you bring a
1: chicken into an elevator, what is the usual thing to do with it?
3: Well, hopefully you would have it in some kind of uh, cage, some carrier thing, mm. um, you know, when you're trans, except for, you know, service dogs and I guess cats. And, but, um, you know, what? I, 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 don't, I don't want to classify a chicken as a wild animal because, I mean, it really isn't. But in the building um, scenario, it is kind of a wild animal and it should be in some sort of cage.
0: Well, my hair, consider it curled.
3: All right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Steve, you've got a big, poofy afro. <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like an Amish person on a pumpkin mart ride. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We. Yeah. We. Uh, oui. oui. <laughs> Uh, so you found your security guard dead at their
3: desk. I found my security guard dead at his desk. And
0: was this, this was a man, in Steve. Go I was ahead. just going to say, I was as a man, you had a relationship with like a longtime security guard.
3: Yes. He had uh, been there um, from the very um, first time I moved in. And I think maybe five years before that. So he had wow. uh, very well respected, very well liked by um, the, um, the people who live in the building. So that's why it was, uh, you know, a shock to see him dead like that. Obviously murdered.
0: And why do you say that?
3: Because he was dead in a way that was not natural. I came down. Here's the scenario. I came down, as I usually do, to get ready for my three-mile jog uh, that I do every morning. And usually as I walk by, I go, um, hey there, Jackson. And he'll go, uh, hey, hey there, Mr. Fitzwillie. And, um, we smile and nod and I don't have time to really get into a good conversation. Because You're already jogging. I'm, I, yeah, I got to keep it going. Otherwise I'll change my mind and just go back. But, um, as I walked, I said, Oh, hello, Jackson. And there was no, no response. And that's when I thought, Oh, now Jackson never doesn't respond. So I walked over to the desk and that's when I saw the knife. Now, was it, uh, in the body? no 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 it was in front of him but it was yeah. a knife i had lent him uh the the day before because he was cutting a, an apple and he didn't have anything so i quickly went up to my uh, to get an apple wait and I hang thought, oh. on he <laughs> yeah. was so he was at the desk cutting, cutting an apple, an apple <laughs> cutting without an apple. a knife he, like he was using was his cut... hand
1: like a karate well, chop
3: uh, he was having trouble with these dentures so he couldn't eat his apple correctly so i said mm. i'll get you a knife so you can cut it and make it easier so when I saw the knife, I thought, oh, yeah, he didn't return the knife yesterday. Um, and and that's then I he knew
0: something was wrong.
3: <laughs> well, that, that's when I... Because he's very uh, particular about making sure everything is done the right way. Oh, mm. So
1: that's two strikes. Not only has he not said hello to you, but your knife is still on the desk.
3: Yes. And then I just saw all the blood. Right.
1: Which, nor, not normally there.
3: Not normally there. And it was coming okay. from his head. And beside his <laughs> oh. head was a baseball bat splattered with blood and autographed by Rusty Stobb from the Montreal Expos. <laughs> Rusty Staub, I'm not a baseball fan. Was he good? Uh, he was good for the Montreal... I mean, when they first came onto the scene, of course, they're no longer with us. Uh, Rest in oh, peace. That's kind of another ironic, murder. Almost, yeah, we in have in to way. solve that murder, too. Yeah, like... Oh. I wonder if there's a link. There may be a link there. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I just wonder if the MLB
1: who... did this to Jackson.
3: Well, wouldn't surprise me. Those prices they charge. Um, <laughs> it's murder in itself. It really is. So immediately, I, I because I'm a big CSI fan, I immediately look and said, don't touch anything. And I put my hands up. <laughs> Was anyone um,
0: else there or are you just telling
3: yeah, yourself? No. In addition to having a... Um, you know, memory, photographic. I also talk yeah, what's that to thing? myself to sometimes remind me to keep moving. Okay. Right. Um, no, because I, I find that just inspires me. When I'm jogging, I like, "Move your legs, move your legs, move your legs, move your legs." <laughs> because I find that rhythm really helps me and gets the heart pumping. So mm-hmm. I thought, "Put your hands up, so you won't touch anything." That's just a reminder not to do that. Right. I right. find if you say it it becomes more ingrained in your mind. Right. It's like when you meet someone for the first time and you go, "Oh, nice to meet you, Steve," because right. now I'm using your name, Steve. Steve, 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 and then you remember uh the name I just said.
0: Keep podcasting, keep podcasting, keep podcasting, exactly. keep podcasting. Uh, his
3: nickname yeah. is Bones. Oh, like um, the TV Like the show. body. Oh. Oh, that too. It is so a your show. nickname because you have bones inside of you. You That's right. So that's your nickname. Oh yeah, it could have easily been flesh.
1: <gasps> Griffin, uh, that sorry, could be yours. my ears are burning.
0: <laughs> flesh and bones—that's a duo.
3: Oh, it really is. I'm telling you, well, that would be a. I watched that series, Flesh and Bones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's about one. Well, guy. So we should get your opinion as a fan of the genre. What do you think is the the best crime-solving show?
3: Oh, murder. Who gets best. it right.
0: Oh, Murder She Wrote. Yes. And why is that?
3: Uh, well, um, I don't know if you know this, but most of the um, people who commit murders are people you know, and uh, like me usually personally. This- yeah, you you would be surprised of how many murderers you actually know in your immediate circle, and you know if you a bunch of you go away on a camping or to an island. One of you will be dead by the end of that holiday because there is a murderer in your group. And if no one in your friend group is dead,
1: you're the dead one. You're the murderer.
3: Oh wait, (laughs) yeah, you're the dead one, or you're the murderer, or there's a long range plan that you're not privy to. (laughs) It could be the second time you go away to an island. Right. You know why murderers just don't. You know sometimes they really think about it. mm -hmm.
1: We are all in a state of either on our way to being murdered or a murderer.
3: Well, we're all going to be dead at some point. I find murderers just, they give you the express ticket, I guess. That's their thats their deal. Although they probably don't think of it in that way that they're just, you know, there's usually some motive like jealousy or money or uh, rice. Rice? Good, Claire. Yeah. There's been more uh, rice-related um, murders in the last five years than any other uh, kind of murder.
1: So let's talk about Jackson and what motives people might have. Did everyone get
3: along with Jackson? Uh, Everyone loved Jackson. He was um, a fun person. I mean, of course, he had his rules. And he had a very thick book of rules that he would sometimes throw at the children. Um, (laughs) But that was fine because the kids in our building are not very likable. Nobody, um, even the parents are a little iffy on them. They're just, (sighs) I don't know. There's like... uh, 17, 17 children, and there's only one good one. Um, well, you know this.
0: You've seen how they behave in the elevators. And oh, right. yeah. yes, exactly. That's a good indicator.
3: Yeah, and of course, uh, you know, uh, Jesse is only eight months, so that can turn. But right now, Jesse is lovely.
1: Right. Yeah. It doesn't run so much up and down the no, halls.
3: not so much. I guess the only thing that people may have had a problem with. Um, not the huge book of rules. No, no, because we love rules in that building. Oh, okay. It's, it's called the Janice Rule building. It was named after um, a, a woman, Janice Rule, who lived her life by 15 rules. Oh, Janice Rules. Yeah, exactly. So that's, um, so everyone who's there sort of has this, I don't know, sort of a love for rules. Have mm. some order in your life. I know once I divorced that bitch that I really needed some order in my life. And I found those rules really helped me.
0: Were there are there any that uh, particularly stand out to you that you feel like this should be in all buildings?
3: This oh, would be absolutely. Really be kind to others. Mm. Okay. The gum on the bottom of your shoe is not for transport. What is it for? Well, it's to get off and uh, put somewhere else. You, you you shouldn't be tracking it through the building because you'll have little splotches uh, okay. of gum everywhere. Okay. So that's for immediate a removal. A little, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hydrate and you'll thank me. That was Janice's number one rule. And if you
1: hydrated, did you have to thank her? Oh,
3: no. I think she just kind of assumed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because, you know, once you get to a certain age, it's like, oh, I hydrated because Janice told me my skin is radiant and I'm peeing regularly, which is uh, uh, a good, healthy thing.
1: Thank you, Janice. Yeah. And it's
3: fun to do. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Peeing, we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So did
1: Jackson follow the same rules? Was that his rule book?
3: He followed all the rules, but he was extremely um, unforgiving when it came to the use of the party room.
1: Everything um. had
3: to be everything had to be left exactly the way uh, people went into it. Mm-hmm. Um he would. He, there was a little library. He would actually check to make sure that books were still in alphabetical order, uh, and genre. It was alphabetical order of genre, and then within the genre, the um, authors. Um, <laughs> he had. A, he. What's had the first re- genre
1: alphabetically?
3: Um, all Asian. <laughs> what books are these? <laughs> They're, uh, I don't know, because they're all Asian. They're in a language I don't oh, know. I see. No, but I, I okay. think they're, yeah. And then, of course, you know, they're Bodice Ripper, um, novels, um, cantankerous. No- were, the genres were Jacksons. Uh, so it wasn't like your historical oh, oh. drama. Oh, okay. or, no, it was like all of these protagonists are cantankerous, cantankerous. Oh. And then uh, Dilly. Still not really sure what the dilly uh, genre was. Even though I've read the books, I still don't understand what that was.
1: What's your party room like?
3: Um, it's big. I'd say it's uh, 200 feet by 450, Th- up that's... and down. Oh,
0: <laughs> is on multiple floors or yes. is it just high ceilings?
3: There is a, a circular stairway. Um, and a, a big windows. So there's lots of light. Uh, one wall is all, uh, books. One wall is, um, they haven't updated it. So it's, uh, beta, uh, all these movies, some laser discs, um, some vinyl records. This, this is the sort of, and, oh, and there's, um, what were those things, you know, in school, where the teacher would write on it and then it yeah, would show overhead projectors. Overhead projectors. We have three of those. <laughs> so Whoa. this place is a real party. Oh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, I got to say. And there's a kitchen where you can, you know, the catering all happens. But you got to make the,
1: sure when you're done with that party room, you erase everything you put on the projectors.
3: Oh, you, it has to be like no one was there. Otherwise, you'd get a ticket from okay. uh, Jackson.
0: I could see this being a bit of tension, maybe. Some people yeah. who are misusing the party room and Jackson coming in and laying down the law.
3: Yeah. Mrs. Uh, uh, Jessica Farnsworth, she has a party every week. Mm. And I would say over the course of the last couple of years, she's had like maybe 450 tickets from Jackson. Wow. <laughs> How much is a ticket? So more <laughs> It, it's not, uh, oh, there's no uh, monetary uh, penalty. It's just you have gone against Janus rules. Uh, then around the third one, there's a verbal um, lashing. And then around the 10th one, oh, a public humiliation in the courtyard. Um, There's always, and because she would always, she was always up for a party, Jackson would say, Oh, there's a party for you in the courtyard. And then the verbal lashing would take place.
1: (laughs) So he would trick people into coming into the courtyard. That was ticket number three.
3: Yeah, it was mostly her because she, as I said, she was a real party girl. So no matter how often you said, Oh, there's a party for you, she'd always show up. So you could do uh, pretty much anything to her in the verbal lashing way if you were so inclined.
0: But the she was never banned from renting out this party room. She could rent it out every week still, despite her reckless behavior.
3: Yeah, wow. She was she was never. There was just warnings. There's a lot of warnings. Um, there was never any. Uh, now that I think about it, yeah, there was never any uh, direct punishment for anything you did. It was just all warnings. And I guess that's why after a while people just go. We just got warned.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, who else is coming they, in? Are these people that she's invited from outside the building or are these other some people? Some outside, in the but
3: there were. Uh, Jackson was very stringent at testing. Uh, there was. Uh, <laughs> like math quizzes? Or? Well, when people came in, there was a slight math quiz, but very simple. Like what's one and one? Just to make sure they weren't completely. Right, anything. like a skill and
1: testing question for a contest kind of thing.
3: A skill testing just to make sure they weren't uh, coming in drunk. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then they had to walk a straight line. There were fingerprints. Then they had to. Um, there were. Uh, five reproductions of paintings they had to name four of them correctly and the artist
0: wow okay so all of these people were passing these tests though that so perhaps they weren't uh, you know complete delinquents
3: no i didn't think they were as i say jackson had very high standards uh because mm-hmm. he used to be a monk he used to be a monk yes
1: interesting how long ago did he become a security guard
3: um, he became a security guard 48 years ago when he became enlightened and found it wasn't really that helpful. So he decided, Why am I doing this? I'm living on the side of a mountain with a bunch of guys. We shave their head. We're eating bread. I'm enlightened now. I got to get a job. I want to well, live. But he was, in, in fact, rule- enlightened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, okay.
0: Nirvana is not going to pay you anything.
3: No, no, totally enlightened. And I guess. And right after that, that's when he came up with all, living by the rules. So, and he would never. You know, I, I would try. I'm not a spiritual person by any stretch of the imagination, but I found this kind of uh, fascinating. But he wouldn't get into the specifics of what the Enlightenment was, mm. all that it, it really wasn't worth it.
1: Maybe that's Enlightenment itself.
3: I guess so. I guess uh, maybe the journey is the uh, thing, not the destination, as uh, I think Spock said that on Wrath of yep. Khan.
1: Yeah, that was Spock. Yeah, yep. it was about flying around in space. Yeah. He thought it was he awesome. He said a-
0: He's like I love to fly and I oh. hate to get
1: there. Spock said space <laughs> is weird. I love it. We're big Star Trek fans. I don't know, if you know. I could
3: tell. But yeah. you, well, you've just nailed like 3 of the most quoted quotes from the uh, Star Trek canon. I am Spock. Oh uh, yeah. He said um, that once. I am not a lank. I am not doctor. a crook. Yeah. I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah, the when yeah, when he when he impersonated nixon for that uh that was a strange episode
0: that was, was when he hosted snl
3: yeah yeah no that was a, that was quite the mashup i thought it was quite brave that they uh sort of went meta on that particular episode yeah there were different
0: times you know they were different times.
3: that's when back when the show was good uh, you know I, and I, I guess that's true always there are always different times
1: uh, <laughs> now, one last question uh, before we go to break. Yes. Uh, how old was he? You say it was 48 years ago he was a monk. You say that he can't even eat an apple on his own. <laughs> how old was no, this? No,
3: he, he could He could eat an apple. He, he just needed to cut it. I mean, he was in quite shape. He was, I think, 114.
1: I okay. think that's
3: what... I'm trying to think. The 100th birthday and then 14... Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, so that's what made it even worse that, you know, he'd gone through 114 years and then... Yeah. You know, someone bashes his head in with a Montreal Expos bat uh, signed by Rusty (laughs) Staub. I guess enlightenment isn't that great.
1: We'll be right back. And we are back on the 300th episode of Kill to Death. Uh, we are still here with Steve. Uh, yeah,
3: Steve. Oh, well, thanks. thanks uh, for yeah. the welcome. I'm no, thinking that, yeah. I'm here.
1: Oh. Uh, and we are still here with Terence.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, right here. I've been here th- just thinking the entire time and trying to remember what happened when I was five. Uh, are you and any
2: photographs popping up?
3: I uh, went to a circus. Um, where, for some reason, in the middle, uh, an ice capade broke out.
1: An ice capade?
3: Uh, yeah, it was all of a sudden the elephants were on skates, and then um, there were Disney characters. So uh, yeah, I tell you, you haven't really lived until you've seen an elephant with Mickey Mouse ears on uh, doing a sow cow.
0: <laughs> you, of and course. Is this a grudge? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this now a grudge
3: for you? No, I, it was, I, every once in a while, I just think, oh, okay, I'll pick, uh, January 5th, 1960, and then try to remember what happened, you know, just to keep my, uh, photographic memory uh, developing, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? He's in uh, the dark so, room. Yeah. I don't get that one, but it's, it's, uh, I find it really helps me focus and, uh, do things.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, January 5th, 1960.
3: Oh, uh, what I was just talking about. All right. Oh, that was, uh, the, well, th- that was the day. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Let's go um, April 18th, uh, 1985.
0: 1985.
3: So I was 28. I was um, taking some night classes uh, because I wanted to – I went through a weird period of my time. I decided I wanted to be a surrealist. So um, I I went to a nighttime surrealist uh, art class and – was doing um, something I called penile interruption. Hmm. Uh, I don't want to really get into it, but it was, I think, the best thing I ever did. And I thought, I'm not going to get any better than this. This is like, the I immediately, three classes, I've just done the best thing I'll ever do. So I decided, no, I'll go see if I can find a job. Next day, I was uh, in the control room helping people in elevators.
1: Uh, September 11th, 2001.
3: Isn't it funny? I don't remember anything about that day. Um, I think I returned a library book, I'm thinking. Oh, I know why. That's the day my wife was telling me she was screwing five of my friends. So I immediately went blank. Couldn't remember anything that happened that day because. Oh, wow. Of, uh, at the same time, that's the part that really uh, you think you know someone. Think yeah, that's know, the so part that that's it gets, gets you. Is it, it was yeah. all at the same time. All at the same time. It was like it was a bet. Mm. I don't even was. know what the bet was. I don't know who won. It certainly wasn't me. Unfortunately, it kind of sounds like they won. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, they bet that they <laughs> well, could do it.
3: <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they did. Well, she's a nun now, so I forgive her.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of nuns, uh, a former monk, Jackson Rossman, Uh, became a security guard after Enlightenment and worked in your condo. Uh, He was the security guard down at the front desk. Uh, Your condo building is 27 floors up and down. Uh, He had some... 26 minus the unlucky 13th. That's right. That's right.
3: Uh, But then
1: wouldn't the 14th floor just become the 13th floor?
3: There's always going to be a 13th floor. Don't tell those residents. No, you can't have a 13th... Well, I I mean, yeah, for normal people, if you're outside counting, yeah, that's a 13th floor. But inside doesn't exist because it's evil. Oh, people are so time-consuming.
1: Killed to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he was found by you at his desk, dead. Yeah. You, you first yeah. realized something was unusual when he didn't say hello back to you, which he normally does. Yep. And uh, he
3: hadn't he returned the knife I lent him.
1: That was second clue. And then the third clue was him lying there, head bashed in, blood everywhere, a signed baseball bat lying next to him
3: was Rusty Staub.
1: Rusty Staub. Do you have any idea whose baseball bat that was? Does Rusty Staub live in the building?
3: No. He passed away a few years ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I didn't know him. I'm not really a baseball fan. I'm more hockey. I'm still sorry. Yeah, I'm still sorry. It's sad when someone
1: uh, dies. I'm so sorry. It
3: is. Well, I would say eight times out of ten. Yeah. There's always the two where you go, "Eh, okay. Kids. so long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, um, as far as I know, no one in the building. Uh, but you know, of course, I don't know everyone in the building as to their likes and dislikes. There easily could have been a disgruntled uh, baseball fan in the, uh, in the. Uh, hmm. I remember when there was a a, uh, a baseball themed uh, party. Uh, in the party, was room. this
1: one of uh, Miss Jessica? Was it Farnsworth? Farnsworth.
3: It was, uh, huh. it was celebration of when, um, it was during, yeah, it was during the Falklands. Uh, she went out with the Chicago Cubs. And so it was a sort of a celebration of that week. Sorry. The, like the
1: Falklands war. Yeah. <laughs> she went out with the
3: Cubs, the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. She felt that the the Falklands was going to explode into a world war and she thought, oh, why not date a baseball team? Live it team? up, you know? Yeah, Exactly. So everybody did come with uh paraphernalia, as I recall. I, I don't recall the actual bat, and this is with my photographic memory. Yeah. But I wasn't that interested, so I, I didn't really...
0: Now, had it been on You didn't time. take the time hockey to develop stick. it. Oh, if
3: it was a hockey stick, I absolutely would have known who it was immediately. Oh, isn't that <laughs>
1: interesting? Do, 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 ah, this is the Skype song. What we're going to do is click hello. Hello?
2: Hello? 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 Am I on... Yeah, you're uh, on the air. Oh. Oh good. Oh, hello. Hello. Hello, I'm who calling is calling in? Uh, I'm Jessica Farnsworth. I thought from the that building. was her. You, uh, hello. I recognize you.
3: Well, because we've been talking for like a while here and they've introduced me, so and we live in the same building. So yes, you know me.
2: I know you. Yes, you've get me out you've gotten me out of quite a few elevators.
3: I we <laughs> You do you, you do quite have a, few? a bit of a yeah, not only our building, but this woman gets around.
2: Yeah, let me just tell you that, I, I, well, this, we're getting personal from the jump, but I am a little afraid of elevators, and every once in a while, I panic, I hit the button, I try and pry open the doors, and uh, quite a few phone, emergency phone calls have been made to this man, but uh, thank you. You're
3: every welcome. Every time you saved me. No, anytime. It's uh, always uh, nice to talk someone down when they're panicking, and... I have to say, and again, I cannot stress this enough. Next time it happens in the elevator, you don't have to take your clothes off. Uh, okay. It doesn't. Uh, right. Nobody says, you know, loosen your clothes. It's just, just wait. It's waiting. just if the walls are closing in and then
2: my cardigan's closing in and then my blouse mm. underneath is closing in and yes. then it's all closing in.
3: Yes. Well, you got
2: to get rid of it all.
3: But I understand. All right. Well, I understand. Because it's it's being filmed. You know this. I've told
2: you this. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Hey, uh, listen, sometimes uh, you take your clothes off and it's a good time when, let's say, you're having a party. <laughs> That's when it's okay. Yeah, it looks
1: like you're at one currently.
2: <laughs> yes. Look. So everyone say hi.
1: Hi. Yeah, you got a it. pretty big crowd there.
2: This is, of course, a, a birthday-themed party.
1: No one's birthday in particular? It's just the theme no. of birthdays? No,
2: the general um, theme of birthdays, just the notion of birthdays. Are you
3: in the party room right now? I've rented it out. Woo-hoo! Everyone say hi. <laughs> Why is that guy behind you? He's mixing up all the all the Asian books. Well, <laughs> that's his thing. Yep.
2: That's his it's thing? His thing. That's, what's his birthday wish? It's a birthday theme party. Each person gets their wish. Make a wish. Do your thing. That man's mixing up the beta tapes.
3: Oh, oh, man! you are so taking advantage of Jackson not being there.
2: And look! Lewis is scratching the records!
3: What? what are you, why are you doing this? This is a party. But you can't just destroy the building's artifacts?
2: Oh, artifacts. Have you tried any of the beta tapes?
3: Yes.
1: They don't work.
3: Doesn't matter. The sound of... Mmm, it's very relaxing.
1: The covers are awesome.
2: They well, really are. When you run out the party room, you can do what you like in the party room. But when I'm in the party
3: room, it's party time. I can't believe that they even opened the party room. I mean, out of respect of of Jackson, I would think they would have closed it down for I at least... I had to a-
2: pry open the doors, but we got in. This was booked years in advance. Once a week, Farnsworth parties. Bring your friends. Now, why are you calling in, Jessica? Well because um because I uh I'd heard something. Through the grapevine. Word around town.
1: The down low.
2: The down low. Louis P. Perlman. The guy making the guy
1: scratching the records? No, no, that's Lewis. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is
2: the baseball star, the former baseball star.
3: Are neither of you fans of baseball? No, hockey. I'm a hockey fan. You know this. Oh, okay. We're about this
1: NASCAR. Before.
3: Well, Ooh.
2: he was a former baseball star. He was coming to one of my parties. Supposed to be coming to my, one of my parties. Canceled last minute. You want to know why? Because no. he'd heard about the death.
3: <laughs> he canceled he, coming to the party because he heard the death of Jack. He's not the only one.
2: Tons of baseball stars, former baseball stars, canceling. I was supposed to be having another baseball theme party.
3: None of them are going to show now. You see, when you said that you heard something, I thought it was like connected to maybe the murder of the uh, gentleman well, who it looked is. after Oh. In
1: that they're canceling because of the murder. Yeah, so basically, some people heard that there was a murder in your building and they don't want to
3: come there.
2: And now all of a sudden, no one wants to party.
3: But that has a. Usually, good says, gossip. I've heard something, it's because you have a clue towards who murdered the. The, the poor man. But yours was all about you once again, Jessica. I
2: heard something else. Okay. <laughs> My <laughs> friend, Tanya, cancelled yes. coming it's, to the event because the her thing, child sick. It's six. the same
3: thing you have heard before, her but with child different people.
2: has oh. smallpox. Oh,
1: like
3: that's a reason not to come. Smallpox? <laughs> yes. That is a reason not, if that's actually There's happening. There's a smallpox outbreak in your guy's building?
2: Not, she's not in the building
3: no it's because of gonna the murder. come in. You know About what the... I heard? I heard there was a murder and they're trying to figure out who did it. Hmm? See, that makes more sense than oh, I I, I heard your something. Gossip
2: has nothing to do with me. Why would your, I care? Your gossip is the worst gossip. <laughs> <laughs> I am the talk of the town. You're, You're the, the talk, talk of, the of town. your
3: town. The hmm. little town you have in your head, little Farnsworth town, population 1. Please don't get
2: rude with me, Mr. Fitzwillie. I would love to find who did this just as much as you would. So people would
1: stop canceling your party.
2: Yes, I'm invested deeply in this now.
1: I have a question for both of you. Uh, When is the last time either of you had seen Jackson alive?
3: Well, I guess the uh, day before when I gave him the knife for the apple. And everything seemed normal? Seemed normal, except his teeth were clacking. That's why he was having trouble eating the apple. I think he was saying thank you, but it was. <laughs>
1: so wait, so <laughs> was all of his, uh, uh, when it's your third ticket, he would just bring you out into the courtyard, point at you and go, <laughs> as the
3: punishment. Oh no, no, he would act, um, add extra poly grip, uh, on the tongue lashing days just to, uh, because as I said, he, you know, he was very, uh, particular about certain things. Mm. But every tongue lashing was, I, and I think Jessica can attest to this, mm-hmm. was perfectly enunciated and and a lot of times very hurting.
2: Oh, I heard them loud and clear. Yeah. And the things that I cannot say on a podcast.
1: You can say anything on a podcast. No one listens.
2: Oh. Well, I still wrote my because they're hurtful and rude. And uh. what I would say to your question which is about me, thank you for that, is about me and seeing him. And I did see him because, of course, I had to check in and make sure that the party was going to be available in the party room. And he told me, no more baseball players coming to the party room. Not after last time. He was trying to lay down the law. Once again, I said, show me that in your little rule book. And he couldn't. What happened last time? Oh, so the baseball players got a little rowdy. They started tossing the beta tapes up in the air and trying to n- whap them about the room. Is that about the
1: time they stopped working?
2: Oh, that is coincidence. But the point is, they'd they'd set it up as a little baseball game with all the different books as the different plates, and it's a big room, and these are former baseball players. They're going to do what they love, and they're going to have fun at my parties. So I don't see the problem. He had a problem with it.
3: It is unusual. The uh, large percentage of former baseball players who live in the greater Toronto area, um, constantly just looking for parties, trying to relive the glory days. Yeah, they travel
1: as a huge group. I have seen them. Yeah. 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 They're like locusts. They'll come in. They'll all have bats. They'll destroy everything and they'll move on. Well, yes, they are a
2: swarm of sorts. But it's like my time with the Chicago Cubs. You know what I mean? They party as a group. They move on. This is what they do. They're reliving the glory days, and they're having fun, which I respect.
1: So the last time you saw Jackson, he was telling you no more baseball players.
2: And I told him nothing in the rule book says I can't have more baseball players. Mm. So he said, you just wait and see about that. And (laughs) 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 And then, yes, his teeth loosened, and I couldn't understand a word. But before that, he was laying down the law. Now he's dead.
1: Now, the baseball bat at the scene. I don't know if you know about this, Jessica. Uh, but there was a baseball mm, bat found no. next to him that he had been clearly bludgeoned to death with.
3: Oh, good. Signed by Rusty Staub. Oh, you know Rusty Staub? No, I don't know Rusty Staub. It was I, I know who he is, but uh, the the bat was autographed by him. Oh. Rusty's
2: a good friend.
3: Oh. Did you did he give you a bat that he assigned?
2: Well, he actually uh, donated it to the party room.
3: Oh, so the bat was from the party room.
2: Well, yeah, it should have been in there. There was a whole little section, all these former ball players. I said, if you're staying here, you're gonna need to sign something and leave it here, so I can pay more, or I can, uh, you know, generate a little revenue for my next party. I can tell them there's autographed merch here.
3: No, all kinds
2: of former players. They left all their junk in there.
3: Yeah, yeah. Jessica. Um. Mm. Did did you kill Jackson? Great question. Great no. question. Thanks.
2: No, no, nope. that wasn't me. I don't have murder in me.
3: Oh, that's one of the few things you don't have in you.
2: <gasps>
3: damn. Do you know what
2: outside just heard?
3: Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what? this is what? huge. All right.
2: I made lunchtime reservations at Cactus Club.
3: Jeez. Oh, that's. That's a pretty good place. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a nice place. They have a nice uh, I just got a
2: confirmation email. Oh. Hmm. Whoa. <laughs> so, Queen of Gossip much?
1: Yeah, I didn't get <laughs> that in my email. No, no. That's I didn't hear about your email. reservation.
2: Okay, yeah. good. But you know what else I think? And this may be helpful. I know we talked a lot about me, but this may be helpful. mm not
1: only was the bat missing,
2: but the rice was gone from the rice corner.
1: Now, that is a very popular motive for murder nowadays. Yeah, I don't know if you know that. Mm, I don't know what you mean.
3: There's been a lot of rice-connected murders in the last uh, five, five or six years. Okay. Six. Six years? Okay. Yeah. Um,
2: the whole rice bag was gone.
3: The whole rice bag?
2: Yeah, which we normally use for counting. For weddings. Eating, weddings. Whatever.
1: Hmm. Gone. Oh, completely gone. Now, I don't think this was a baseball player. Okay. They would have their own bat. The only person who would need to take the bat oh. from the party room is someone who wasn't a baseball player. The only people we've ruled out, I think, are baseball players. And, and the reason had... they're all cancelling is because they think the that
2: they've been friends. has
3: nothing to do with... Wait a minute. On the fifth floor, there's a guy they call Terry uh, Chan, the uh, stir fry king. He's constantly making stir fries for uh, uh, people around um, you know, the area. And I know he had a big just order. Just for free? Yeah, just for free. He's uh, independently wealthy.
2: This is kind of his retirement fun yeah. activity.
3: Now, correct me if I'm mistaken, but sometimes you need to go with that stir fry. You need some rice.
2: Mm, that's true but he's had rice for years why would he need my party room rice
3: well first of all it's not your party room you rent out the party room it's your rice for one one night a week uses it yeah because you wreck it it sounds like i do remember though oh remember a couple of nights ago terry dropped his television into his bath so maybe he used his rice put the television in the rice to you know dry it out Cause that's apparently what the uh, kids do with it. Oh, he
1: wasn't in the bath the at the same time. He didn't no, die. no, no. He was oh. just getting
3: ready for, um, I, I, I think it was a, a marathon of, um, uh, what was the Jim Belushi show? Anyway, according, according, according uh, to Jim, according to Jim, he was a big fan. He was on TBS. Um, Who isn't? yeah. Oh, so if he used up poly rice, obviously he would need some more rice. Mm. And especially if he had to, uh, get that, um, all those uh, orders out to the less fortunate um, stir fryless people out there,
1: and it could be rich Jackson... people, but just anyone who didn't have stir fry.
2: Yeah, didn't Jackson have a problem with him always bringing his stir fries through the front
1: lobby, cooking right, them by dropping his TV into the bath?
3: Yeah, some, uh, sometimes the smell would linger. I have to say because uh, he didn't always use your, you know, uh, regular ingredients. There was always some. Mm-hmm. Some smelly thing that nobody really knew what it was, but it was delicious. A that lot of smelly stink. things aren't. Yeah. But yeah, hmm. Good stink. Wow,
1: well, that's very interesting. Have you either of you seen him since? Hmm. Nope. Disappeared. Yeah.
3: That sucks. Oh, yeah. I think he. as I was <laughs> seeing um, uh, um, Jackson's body there, I did notice that there was a request to have um, all of his uh, the you know the stir fry king's um, mail forwarded to an address in uh, Rhode Island.
1: So this was a guy who was making stir fry for everyone. Yeah. Oh, the he whole went neighborhood. To the, yeah. For the whole neighborhood. Mm-hmm. He needed more rice. He goes to the party room to grab rice. The party room rice. Yeah. Yes. He also knows. That he has gotten several complaints for his stinky stir fry because he's using a secret ingredient or it could be the TVs that he's constantly breaking. Mm -hmm. They would smell a little
2: like according to Jim.
1: Yeah. Pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, pretty good. (laughs) So he kills the security guard?
3: Yeah, and then he filled out the requisition form to have his uh, mail forwarded because I remember looking going... Wait, that's not Jackson's hmm. uh, handwriting. Jackson's handwriting slopes to the left. This was a definite slope to the right. And also, uh, he had misspelled Jackson's name with two A's.
1: Hmm.
2: It's possible because he wasn't going to let him move.
3: It's a story you've heard a thousand times.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and once again, Rice at the center of it all.
3: I know. Maybe they there should... Uh... Maybe stop uh, putting rice out till we have some tests. <laughs> they, should,
2: they should really put a halt on all rice production until yeah. they figure this out.
3: Yep, no more tapioca, no more rice dishes, rice cakes, and risotto, rice krispies. Yep, maybe throw quinoa at uh, newly wedded people. I've been saying that forever. You say a lot of things that don't make sense. <laughs> Can't do
2: that in an elevator.
3: <laughs>
2: no. I don't know anything about Elevator I'm terrified of them.
1: <laughs> We're getting a nod from Terrence. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up another successful episode of Kill to Death, making it 300.
2: <laughs> 300 success Well, congratulations. It's Thank my you so turn much. To, congratulations. Don't uh, blow out the candles. Thank you. Um, so I have to go, but um, I want to make a wish. I want to make a wish for you both continued success love and happiness forever yours sincerely jessica farnsworth okay get blow out the candles bye
1: Bye! uh steve you're still here yeah i've been here i just didn't want to interrupt yeah, you've been you. useless yeah so um after
3: after you assault the murder do you do, you do anything or is that just that just it no
1: that's it for us uh, oh you say so just go oh
3: we've we've yeah, done it yeah.
1: yeah we know it was uh the stir frying yeah. yeah. Uh, it's I'm up to the authorities to do whatever they'd like to do with that information. Uh, but we know we feel good about ourselves.
3: All right. Uh, just I so, so you know, the mail was forwarded to 577 Primrose Crescent, uh, Rhode Island, 1554. I, I don't know why I sang that last little part. I got excited.
0: Well, it's a jingle, it gets stuck so, in your head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess we'll pass that along if we remember.
1: Yeah, we, we don't solve this, but now we do have recorded you accusing him of this crime for him to hear if he'd like. Yeah,
3: And he, could, he might feel bad if he hears this back. Well, one can only hope, because murder, blah, blah, blah. I can she only wrote. assume
1: anyone would feel bad hearing this.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure there's lots of people who are now thinking about life choices.
0: <laughs> More specifically, what they just did with their last hour.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I want to thank uh zach aaron for our theme song brady schumer for our art you can email us killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com if you have a suggestion for a murder mm-hmm. uh if you want to have a gas online you can follow us killed death podcast on instagram or k2d mm-hmm. pod on twitter
0: that's right
1: and uh that's it nothing oh else. i guess review us anywhere you can and yeah that's it steve is there anything you'd like people to check out gotta be the show this this episode you mean
0: gotta you guys gotta listen to this episode (laughs) i gotta stop using my plugs for the episode we're on i know yeah use it for the next one starting next time
1: and terrence is there anything you'd like people to check out
3: i do have a a coffee table book coming out uh of elevators around the world wow what's it called it's called elevators from around the world (laughs) wow
0: so you know what you're getting
3: yeah, I don't want to uh, fool the public. Um, they're yeah. easily gullible. It's uh, little stories about the elevators and some of the exotic ones and then some that are... Uh, Can we get
1: a sneak peek? What's the best one in there, do you think?
3: Oh, uh, the best one is a um, in Richard Brans- Branson's um, uh, space station that he hasn't quite launched yet. But it's uh, it goes up and sideways. It also revolves and there's a buffet. So it really uh, covers a a lot. And then there's one in Tibet. As Spock says,
1: space is fucked.
3: Yeah. (laughs) He did say that quite a bit, but usually without emotion. Um, (laughs) It might mean he loves it. Yeah. (laughs) And there's one in uh, Tibet that's just pulled by a a donkey. (laughs) Okay, a cart. Yeah, it's two floors and they're just too lazy to walk up the three steps. It's it's a, it doesn't go very far, no. but the donkey seems happy. And I'd
1: like to say uh, for, I guess it's not the 300th time because we only uh, recently adopted this as our sign-off catchphrase from Red well, Green. Well, for the 100th time, let's say. 200th time? Maybe. For around the 100th time. Yeah. Keep your stick on the ice